0: and have all of me. Hello. powerful name of Jesus, I minister how sweet the name of Jesus sounds. Hallelujah
1: your hands for Jesus Hallelujah! how many have been blessed so far powerful I believe that God is doing great things here Jesus said that I am the Good Shepherd the Good Shepherd gives his life for the sheep one day a man was seen with Sheep. And the way he treated them, it wasn't nice at all. He beat them, pushed them, insulted them. There was no love, there was no care, nothing. And someone saw the scene. So he asked that shepherd. Why are you treating the sheep like this? And he said, "No, no, no. I am not a shepherd. I am a butcher." Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. I believe that God is transforming many people here. Amen. Many of us do not know who we really are. But I am very sure that God is transforming some butchers into good shepherds. God is transforming some highlings into good shepherds. God is transforming some bad shepherds into good shepherds. And this morning, the specialist is here once again. He has shepherded sheep for over 25 years. And I believe that he has something to tell you again. This morning, we are going to be infused with another dose of shepherding, and I believe that by tomorrow, your life will not be the same again. Your shepherding skills will have ascended into excellence. Amen. Amen. If you are ready, because I am ready, I believe that heaven is also ready. I want us to be on our feet, clap our hands, and welcome the specialists. Of Shepherding, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo.
2: we ask that you speak to us today. Grant us insight into your will. Your perfect will for our lives. We know we truly will not be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. How to be a good shepherd. And if you have this book, The Art of Shepherding. I want to encourage everyone to have this book. If you don't have it, you can actually dash to the bookstand and acquire a copy for, I think, 25 cities quickly. And uh, Because if the book is for you, you are free to even make notes. You know, jot down some points that you know, hit you. And then um, we can go on. Now, I made some comments yesterday that are worth repeating for the sake of um, the subject for this morning because I believe that, you know, when you've taken something as your work, it is very important for you to be very good at it. You know, if it's not your life's work, really, you are not very enthusiastic, you are not very, you know, um, you don't have a certain level of commitment to that. For instance, I play golf, and uh, I play, I I play, I mean, I'm not like Reverend Asso, and, uh, you know, but... I mean, I go to the golf course maybe once or twice a week. That's all. Why? Because (laughs) it's not my life's work. Golf is not my life's work. But it is Tiger Woods' life's work. Yes. So Tiger Woods will hit 1,000 balls in the morning and another 1,000 balls in the evening, seven days a week. Because when something is your life's work, your approach is very different. Unfortunately, there are pastors who are treating their life's work like a hobby. When you observe a shepherd, a pastor, pastoring a church, you ask yourself, does this man know what he's about? Or he intends to joke at this time? When something is your life's work, it must be your desire to be very good at it. And while we are on the word good, I told you yesterday that good is relative. What the world calls good may not necessarily be the standard of the church. Unfortunately, today's fallen pastor, because he will not take his time to advance himself in the ministry and his worldly and carnal has borrowed worldly concepts of leadership and brought it to the church. But thankfully we are going to learn what is a good shepherd. A good shepherd. The Bible says, woe to the one who calls evil good. You know, at our level, when I say our level, I mean we are not new believers, fact, we are not, first of all, unbelievers. And we are not new believers. We've been around for a while. we've done ministry for some three years even a pastor for seven years at our level our choices are not between evil and good i mean i'm not at this time deciding whether because when i was 13 years old i was smoking when i was a 13 year old boy i was a heavy smoker 13 and I was a heavy drinker, very heavy, hard liquor, 13 years. At this time of my life, I am not choosing between reading my Bible and smoking. My choice is not between fornicating or fasting, even though they all begin with F. F. But, but, but there are members of my church who are still deciding which, which earth they must choose. To fornicate or to fast. Because even as we are fasting, some are fornicating inside the fast. Mm-hmm. So there is a certain level of life where your choices are, should I go to church or I should not go to church? But when you rise to a certain level in the ministry, your choices are no longer between evil and good. But your choices will be between good and good. Because there is a certain good that is evil at a point. A lot of the worldly principles we've imported into the church are good principles. But the kingdom standards are different from the worldly standards. So it says, woe to the one who will call something that I, God, have not called good. Woe to you if you decide that it is good. So we are concerning ourselves this morning with what is a good shepherd. Now, I cannot continue without... Laying a very solid foundation on your minds and in your minds. From Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. Because that is one of the helpers of the definition of good. When you want to see good, it's important that you know this verse. Because and most of us as pastors, we use this verse to console people. Someone who has lost a husband, someone who has lost his wife or his child has died or has lost a job or, a, I mean, any tragedy. So, no, please be comforted. You know, all things work together for your good. All these things, God will work them out. So, so, you know. But this morning, we are not comforting monies. Yeah. We are drawing a very major principle from the scripture. It says, and we know, and you should know this by now. For many of you i'm just reminding you because we need this to have our discussion and we know what do we know what are we supposed to know that all things work together for good in other words For something to be good. You will need more than one thing. For your marriage to be good. You will need more than one thing to marry. Things must work together very important things must work together things must work together and actually all things must work together all things all things must work together for good that is for something to be good all the things that are needed must work together what this scripture teaches us is that you cannot do one thing and think that you are good at what you are doing. A married man cannot provide shop money and think that shop money alone makes you a good husband. To be a good husband... Things, plural, must work together. So, as I'm providing chop money, I am also talking to you well, not insulting you. I'm also going to make sure I have rented a chamber and hall. that is what you need to do as a husband you feed the family you also get a chamber and hall or a room in a compound house and treat her like a lady and then in the night you must also have the ability and the and the skills to be a rider all things all things a good husband has riding skills because John the Revelator said and I saw a pale horse And then a black horse appeared before there was a white horse. So there are, it may be, so many different types of horses and none of them is without signification. (laughs) Say all things. So I look pitifully, pitifully. When I visit my church members and I see wives, see most, of, most of the time I have their dossier with me. I have their background. I have their facts. And when I go to that, I see them running around serving, bringing, oh, Bishop, what do you like? Alvaro or malt? Just they, they go to the kitchen and organize some fries, something very nice, nice you know, meats, nice chips. you you sit down and uh, you are enjoying I look at her with pity because she she doesn't know that I have been informed by the husband that she doesn't like sex because to her to be a good wife is to be hospitable alone but see to be good you cannot be hospitable alone things must work together before I can call you a good wife I'm preaching. You are preaching, you are preaching. Keep preaching. And work. Beautiful work. Ride it, ride it. So 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 you see, wives who dress nicely paint their face around. You know. But you should see the way she's talking to her husband. she will smile at the pastor and when she turns to the husband she crumples the face but she's a good cook she dresses well but she doesn't talk well to the husband and she doesn't bat in the night she won't bat You come and sleep Say all, 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 all. Today, as a shepherd, I'm going to give you all, all the things you need. Yeah, not five, not two, not three, not seventeen. All. All. So you are not surprised. You shouldn't be surprised. You hear wives who say, how? How could my husband do this? How? We've been together for uh, 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 32 years. I've been treating him well. I've been cooking well. I've been doing this. But you see that you were a bogus wife for 32 years. The man was just waiting for the children to go to university before he shows you who he really is. How? Because they'll give you a list of good things they've done. But what they don't know is that for something to be good, We don't need some of the things. We don't need most of the things. We need all. I mean, a car will not move if the battery decides that it will start working after 20 minutes. Or the fuel injectors say that, oh, uh, we'll start working after 45 minutes. No, for the car to move right now, all the things that are needed must work together (laughs) at the same time, not just in space, but in time. That's why a lot of... Um, uh, see, um, <laughs> I'm addressing stupidity in marriages. And you watch it. Whenever, whenever you hear people talking and they are not happy with their husband, they will, they will give you a list of the things they've done, the things they do. Yes, the good things they've done. But what they don't know is that we don't need some of them. We need all so when you see a wife whose husband is happy with her the way I'm happy with my wife when you meet her you must clap for her yes you must shake her hand because we don't use only breasts and buttocks for marriage You need more than breasts and buttocks. That is why many pastors are surprised. You preach well, but your church is not growing. You pray, you do 40 days. Every year, you do four 40-day fasts and three 21-day fasts. And seven, seven seven-day fast. Still, your church is eight members. Because what you may not know is that it's not only fasting and prayer that is needed for the ministry, but you need to know yourself, oh, what are the things I need? So, a lot of pastors have made good things useless. It's almost like, it's useless to fast. Yes. 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 It's almost like there's nothing great about preaching well. It's almost like having flowers on the stage is nonsense. It's not nonsense. It's important. But in addition to the flowers, we need a good choir. Because we didn't come here to look at flowers. So in the endeavors of your life, also. Sit down and ask yourself, Luke 14:28, which man intending to build a tower sit not down first and counted the cost, count it that to be a pastor, to be a good shepherd, what are the things that are needed? And in this book, we have 35 keys. So if you are using 30. It will still not be good. So you don't understand why I say to be a pastor is more difficult than being a doctor. Yes. I'm telling you. You have a senior doctor here? He will tell you, who is also a bishop. There is no job. There is no job. Not even the president of a country. Even if it's an African country. That comes near the job of a pastor. Because to be a pastor, you need both body, soul, and spirit. There's no job that calls on your spirit. You can fornicate and be the U.S. president, but you can't fornicate and be the pastor of a small church. So number 1 we are going to the list. Give us all. All, I will give you all. I want all. You become a good shepherd by following the example set by the good shepherd. So all the things I'm going to share with you are based on Christ's leadership because he is the one who said in John 1011 that I am the good shepherd I am I am I am the good shepherd so that's the first thing to be a good shepherd your standard is Jesus Christ the next is You become a good shepherd by teaching, preaching, and healing. Yes. And you heard it right. You heard it. Preaching, teaching, and healing. Mark 9.35. And Jesus went about all the cities teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing, healing every sickness, every sickness. Every sickness means he healed headaches. Every sickness means he healed back aches. Every sickness means he healed the madness of his church members. To be a good pastor, you need to be good at teaching and preaching. And even know when it is appropriate not to be preaching. Preaching is a lot more extemporaneous and with emotion because the Holy Spirit also gives feelings. And sometimes as you are talking, you'll be stirred up. But you should also know when you should let your church members sit down and you teach them from principle number one to principle number two to principle number three to principle number four. A lot of pastors don't know how to teach. They just take a microphone and they shout Jesus Jesus Lord said in the name of Jesus, hey, stupid. So, members just come to church and receive shouting. If you are a pastor here, I want to tell you that your job. Your job requires you to be a good teacher. Not just from the pulpit, but when you meet your members one-on-one, you. you should learn how to teach. Thank you. Yes. Everybody, the young guy at the back, everyone must learn because a pastor who cannot teach is not a pastor. You must learn how to even, how to even build on, like you see, when I started, I, I built on a foundation. I laid a foundation, and on it, began to develop. Because if I say 35 points, you, you can decide to choose three, especially if you are lazy. Somebody is choosing seven, somebody wants a lot of things to do, you want 30. But I've told you that we are not choosing 30, we are not choosing seven. For it to be good you need all so i put that scripture down as a foundation to build upon it's teaching and 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 that is why a pastor must avail himself to messages listening to messages like the makane it's very important 831 hours of teachings very very important because nature 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 naturally you are not allowed to talk when you can't hear I said, nature, nature does not allow you to talk. Nature has arranged that your mouth will be shut. Once you cannot hear, you are not allowed to speak. Nature does not allow you to talk. At best, you will make no this is a very sensitive example, so I don't know. But I can't find any example. I need to teach you for you to understand well. That's why I am overcoming all sensitivity, because some of you here may have a child who cannot speak well, who can speak? Five years and cannot speak. Two years, cannot say mommy. It's It's very painful. No parent. So, I don't want, like to use such examples, but I must let you understand. You see, a good doctor, when a child who does not speak is brought to a good doctor, and a lot of ladies are very good doctors, a good doctor will not begin the examination of the child by looking at the mouth. Like, oh, doctor, my child cannot speak. A good doctor will not say, ah, open your mouth, ah, lift your tongue, ah, ah, eh, ah. No, no, no. A very good doctor will go first to the ear. Because she knows that you cannot, the reason why most people cannot speak is because they cannot hear. That's why. We always have deaf and dumb, deaf and dumb, deaf and dumb. Because and that's why when they are speaking, sorry for the for, for, for the example. But when they are speaking, you,
0: you, you,
2: you may think that there's something has locked up in the throat or the tongue. Nothing, the tongue is even better than yours. But the child or that person, only that, that noise he's making is actually what he hears. To him, the world is only full of That's what he hears. So, when you hear someone speaking to you, like I'm speaking to you right now, it is a Direct result of the things I have heard. Yeah, you, 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 you see, you see, what you may not know is that your child does not speak tree because he's a Ghanian. Your child does not speak English because he's a Ghanian. Neither does your mother speak a way because she was born in the Volta region or her parents are away having away parents does not mean you will speak away the language you speak is a result of the language you heard when you were growing up because if you were born in china you would never have spoken away even though you are you are from the voter region, if that said one time, it time, why why, why time? time to try to, to, time time? Why? Because what you hear is what you say. Take your girl daughter, Namoko, take her to France three months, take her to France. Let her be there for ten years and see if she will speak Ga. Me can me which There's no anywhere. She will only say what she has been hearing around her all the time. So if you are a pastor and preaching is not going on around you all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. A preaching tape, a preaching CD, a video, all the time. You will never when we give you a microphone. A lot of pastors here, when you are speaking, you make noise. In the spirit, your spiritual sound doesn't make sense. I said, your daughter does not speak chi because or fancy because you are a fancy. She speaks fancy because that's why. I know aways who don't speak away. I know fancy, who can't speak fancy? What do you hear? I was in Holland many years ago. This must be about, about 25 years ago. I was a young boy. I went to Holland. And my mother sent me to a cousin of hers. Beautiful black woman. Somewhere in Amsterdam. I traveled from somewhere. I was somewhere and I went to, this is her. When I went, her children, they live in Holland. The tree, they speak. The Fante. At her stand here, I'm still amazed. They don't come to Ghana. They are there. But in the house, the mother speaks only Fante with them. Only Fante, not English or Dutch. Fante, Fante, Fante. Fante. So it is not about where you are You don't need to be in Lighthouse To preach like Bishop Daggy Ward (laughs) Mills It's not where you are It is what you have been hearing I said it's not where you are It is what you have been hearing That gives you the audacity A good shepherd A good shepherd likes these things if you leave this conference and you've not bothered to buy one, look, this week, if you must borrow money, read my lips borrow money. Borrow money to buy this. Borrow money and get a Machina, uh, 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 the Macarius Library. Borrow money and pay later. Because Peter told the man at the gate, such as I have, give I thee. Such as I have. What do you have? Everything I've said from the beginning of this message, of this session, is what I've been hearing from my pastor, Bishop Darkwood Mills. Everything. You see, pastors who will not read, who will not listen to messages. Some of you, pastors, you know more about Premier League than you know about St. Paul. I said, You know more about Premier League than you know about St. Paul. There are ladies here, lady pastors, church workers you know more about kum kum You don't miss it, but you miss your quiet time. My dear (laughs) friends, whenever you go to town and you see a good pastor, stop and stretch your hand and say congratulations because what makes a pastor good is what I'm listening to you. He preaches well. He teaches well. And he is also in the miracle ministry. Please sit down. A lot of pastors here. You are just a school teacher. You are just a lecturer in the in the in the school. You just open the Bible, you speak. You just open the Bible, you speak. You are a school teacher. There's no power ministry in you. You don't organize a church service on Friday evening for your 20 members and tell them that God is going to heal us all. I'm also sick. God is going to heal us. And even to enter the healing ministry, you must listen to healing evangelists. Bring me all those things here. I don't need those ones, just the smaller ones. Don't waste my time. The evangelists hear messages, how to even preach healing, how to preach and talk about miracles. Amplify your ministry with miracles. I'm talking about pastors. So you see that? Because, you see, you can teach well. You can preach well. But if you are not in the healing ministry, your members will leave your church and go to Obenim. Run about, tema, run about. So you think you are pastoring them all. But the real person ministering to them is a prophet somewhere. But me, in my church, I also have word of knowledge. Hebe. Hebe. I, said, I also have revelation I also have insights I have prophetic word Yes, yes I prophesy I can, I, I can give you a prophetic word You may think I'm in your bedroom Because I have taken the pains To study You will never know What it is in the miracle ministry Until you have read Amplify your ministry stop being a school teacher stop it and don't force yourself to become a prophet by just lying to your members lying to them lying what their mother has not done you say it is her mother what her auntie has not done an old grandmother somewhere the only problem is that she has lost her teeth so she's a witch you wait. You, pastor, you wait. You, you, you will also be misrepresented one day. Yes. You may even go to jail one day for something you've not done. I'm telling you. I place it on you. Somebody. I was, I was My wife and I, we had, a, we had a friend. We still have that friend. I couldn't believe it. Years ago, Said, a prophet told her that something happening in the mind. This is a woman happily married. She's got children. I don't know what she was saying. The prophet told her it's her mother who is doing something. I don't have forgotten what the mother. So, so as we were talking to her, she was not talking to her mother because of a prophet. That is why you see a pastor miracles praying for the sick must be of interest to you. It is part of the all things that must work together. Cuz your members also need the power of God. Welcome sir. Your members also pastor, your members they need the power of God because unless unless you are preaching about Muhammad or Krishna. I don't know who you are preaching about, but if it is Christ you are ministering to them Christ is not only the wisdom, but the power of God. Yes. Power. 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 Lay hands. Anoint them with oil. Let the power of God come. Let them fall. Don't push them. They themselves will fall. <laughs> I said, don't push them. I said, don't push them. You are laying your hands on you. Fall, 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 fall. Uh, fall. fall down. Then, then, if that person is not falling, As you are praying, you just just shock the person. Shame. If there is power, even as you are talking, they are falling down. When you are standing here, they are here and they are falling down. Receive the healing ministry. That's a good shepherd. You see, sit down. Sit down. That's why the book, Pastor. Bishop, that God he's, he's 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 a blessing. That's what this book is called: amplify your ministry. Because you see, without miracles, the power of God manifestation, your voice will not be heard by your members. become a good shepherd by relating to the sheep. Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. If your ministry doesn't have the healing power miracle ministry you are like a pastor preaching to a crowd without a microphone but when there are miracles prophetic word word of knowledge your ministry can reach many more people receive amplification pastors are whispering you are whispering and whimpering whispering and whimpering they can't hear you why can't they hear you you have a microphone but they can't hear you why because as she's sitting there there's a problem that makes it impossible for her to even hear what you are saying that if you had power you would have met her on Friday night and ministered the power of God before the Sunday morning church service. So, because of the Friday night power service, on Sunday morning, they are nicely prepared. Their problems are solved. At least some demons have received blows. Yeah. Raku Sabayande. Amplify, sit down. Tomorrow, one bishop comes. Uh, who was it? Was it Bishop Eddie? Or Bishop Interphone was saying that he was wa- watching a Healing disease video. Yes. Co- communion service or something. Good Friday service. Everybody took communion. Put your hand where you are not well. Father, we thank you for the healing we have received. In Jesus' name, amen. Now check yourself if you are not well. Check yourself. If it were you. In the name of Jesus, kidney the Lever Jesus name, me No mother, I, I, Power. power as you are in your classroom that's why a lot of pastors you must believe God to move on the class because the classroom itself gives you a class teacher's anointing the classroom that you are having your meeting you are a school teacher and, listen a good shepherd preaches teaches and heals I have healing services in my church pray for the sick Testimonies. I met a brother in South Africa. I went to Cape Town and, have, and had a healing service there. Just a few weeks ago, a brother told me, he said, last year, my wife had the bizarre skin disease. And she got healed at the, at the service last year. He said, since that time, that skin condition has never appeared again. He said, My wife is around. I'm hoping she will see you. She cannot hear what you are saying because as you are talking about faith and talking about titan, she is scratching inside her tithes. Learn it. No, I'm I'm talking to pastors. I'm talking to serpents shepherds when the lord is your shepherd he anoints you with oil thou anointest my head with oil because you see in this book you learn about the, the 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 life of a real life shepherd one philip keller who says that sheep needed sometime in summer when there are flies all over some of the flies can actually enter the nostrils of the sheep and lay eggs there. And the legs, the, the, the eggs hatch to, to, to form larvae or worms. And they burrow, they move into the head of the animal. So a sheep can hit its head against the wall till it dies. So what the shepherd does is that he anoints the head with oil. Oil. So, the flies cannot settle on the head to destroy. That is what you must do. You must also anoint your members with oil. Yes, because demons are also called flies. The the Lord of flies is Beelzebub. The word Beelzebub means the Lord of flies. Flies are settling on our members. Your members can hit their head because there's a worm, there's something. Before you know it. Flies are disturbing your members. And when I say announce your members, don't go and just buy borges and just be pouring it on them and so on. Look, to enter the miracle ministry, I've been in my room for days watching Benny Hinn. Ministry in the 70s. Healing. I sit at healing, Jesus could say. Watching Bishop Dagwood Mills directly, at least, at least, if I've done nothing at all with my life for the past twelve years, I've been watching him directly, ministering the power of God. Don't you think some one or two drops will fall on him? When you are watching CNN, when you are watching kung kung somebody is also watching Bishop Dagwood Mills. Somebody is watching uh, 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 Benny Hinn. If it is oil that is needed to annoy people, then then those who sell them should be the pastors. Pouring oil does not mean anything. You are just increasing the soap bill of your church members. The soap, the washing soap bill. When you pour oil into their shed, they need more soap. Watch videos. Believe God that you will not be a school teacher or a lecturer. Number four. Number three. Become a good shepherd by relating to the sheep. Relating. John chapter 10 verse 3. To him the porter opened and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth them. He calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. Working with human beings, if you are a pastor, you see, that is what uh, pastors today have brought from the world. The president, it is only when he was go- looking for votes that he was going from house to house and shaking every hand shakable and taking pictures with every baby. Even I hear this president didn't even like those things, those photo, photo things. But he was walking, walking. I saw him on TV, walking at Bobloshi. House to house. Yes, it's when they are looking for your votes. But when they become a president, 14 cars will arrive and he get out of one. The bodyguards that are around, you won't even try. You won't even try. And some of us pastors have converted ourselves into presidents. Your members only see you on stage. But a pastor must relate. Relate with them. Sit down. Jesus sat at the well. He related so much that one of his accusations was that he was eaten with sinners. Yeah, that was the accusation. They leveled against Christ. when have you been accused of eating with homosexuals or eating with fornicators a real pastor does not just select the good ones to relate with them yeah because your children in the house you don't only call the 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 good ones a real pastor relates with all all Number four, become a good shepherd by fighting all who enter the sheepfold as thieves and robbers. That is a good shepherd. By fighting those they enter the sheepfold as thieves and robbers. John 10 verse 1. Verily I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door, but climbeth by some other way, is a thief. It's a thief. And a real pastor, a real serpent, a real serpent, is a fighter. Listen, can I tell you something? Something you know, but I just want to emphasize it. You see, um, the very nature of a pastor, a pastor is a lover. A pastor is a carer. A pastor, he says, he says I'm the good shepherd. And a good shepherd giveth his life. Okay. Yeah. A, pastor, a pastor accommodates all types of people. Yes. All types of people. Now, there is a special type of person who is able to accommodate all. You know, there are four temperaments, the choleric, melancholic, the sanguine, and the phlegmatic. This is not the place to teach, but I'm just pointing out to you, please listen very carefully. By the very nature of our work, the people who tend to become pastors to care for people are the phlegmatics. They take everything. Naturally, whatever your problem, he will hardly throw you away. And melancholics, they are very careful, you know, very loyal. Cholerics need Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. He will sort you out right now. Sit down, move, move. move. Yes, but a phlegmatic. So, oh, don't worry. I'll give you another chance. it's no, okay. It's okay. Don't, don't worry, don't worry. Now, now, now listen to this. A pastor must be a phlegmatic. Yeah. One of the super phlegmatics I know is my pastor, Bishop Daddy Wadmel. mills wow. he, 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 he 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 you, you, you won't believe the type of people he will accommodate. Sometimes when I'm with him and he's having meetings, I want to take, I have to say, please take my, I want to sort out Said so, no, leave them. Then I remember that one day he said, "You yourself, you are like that. You've forgotten." Oh! you yourself, you are like that. you forgotten. No. <laughs> oh. so, you you like forgot now, now, by the very nature of the most most of us here are gentle, loving, caring pastors. Now, that nature we have as loving pastors makes us non-fighters. Like Bishop Eddie was sharing yesterday, a pastor must shout, "Hey, you can't do this here." Right. I said, "If you are a man, move out." Now, if you are a gentle, phlegmatic, oh, we are not taking the offering. Is it possible for all of us? Please sit down. We will finish the offering right now, and then we will all go. Hey, Emmanuel, tell the buses that they shouldn't. That they shouldn't move. Our members are coming. Can you please bow your heads and let us all pray? Oh Lord our God, we've had a good day today. As we give our offering this evening, please grant us that our seed will bear fruit. Amen. Mina, that type of behavior can never make you a good shepherd. Yeah. David, the one who was singing hymns. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want One thing have I Desire of the Lord I mean writing hymns And worship songs And singing and playing Playing the la And playing the harp When a lion came around The lion was surprised That this, this guy Singing worship songs Is the one approaching me to fight me Ladies and gentlemen, you must be able to see the thieves and the robbers. The people who spoil the church. When you meet them, you cannot be gentle. You cannot be quiet. You got to shout. You got to preach to them. Yes. The bear was surprised. You must know who to take your gentility to. There are thieves and robbers. They are within us. That's why, if you are, here, you are here at the conference and you don't have the loyalty books, those who are dangerous sons, okay, those who accuse you, those who are ignorant, you, don't, you must preach your members about those who forget. Those who forget. Because you do good to people and they forget. You must teach them that even in life, if you forget, you don't pass. Yes. You go and learn the tallest mountain in Ghana. The textbook says Mount Afajato. Then in the exam, you've forgotten. I remember. I, I No, no. It's Kilimanjaro. Mount Kilimanjaro. C. You take C and you wait C. You fail your exam, not because you didn't learn, but because you forgot. When a pastor does something to you, for you, and you forget. Any member of my church here, who will forget what I have done? Obviously, something will bracket your legs in life. Preaching, praying for you. Having meetings, meetings, marriages, issues. It's just that. Issues. But people naturally will forget. That's why you must be a fighter. You must know that, you know, because, see, how do you know that people are forgetting? Because you know by their behavior. Yeah, the person passes a comment or behaves away, this person is easily getting to forget that. Even the work she's doing, I gave it to her. Yeah. So you say, today, my message is 10 stages of loyalty, not seven, 10 stages of loyalty. Fight! A pastor must fight. Fight those who spoil. Because it's not enough to build. It's not enough to have a convention. It's not enough to have a healing service. It's not enough to pray for the sick. It's not enough to teach in series. It's also important to be able to detect. That's what you see. To be able to detect, you yourself should know the signs of a disloyal person. And it's in the loyalty and disloyalty book. Signs of disloyalty. Symptoms. And more symptoms. (laughs) Otherwise, you'll not be a good shepherd. Jesus Christ, the lover. I said the lover. The lover Jesus. My lover Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, the lover of my life, Jesus, the lover of my soul, you need him too. A woman was caught in adultery in the act. Not that they suspected her. Because sometimes, even there's a way a woman can walk that you can suspect her that the way she's walking, something has happened. The way she's walking, something has happened. (laughs) But this one was caught in the act. I don't know what it means. But Jesus, the lover of our lives, said, No, I won't. Go. I will not accuse you. I will not accuse you. He forgave sinners. But when he met the pastors, he said, You serpents. You hypocrites. You whitewash tunes, a pastor. You can't only say nice things all the time. You spoil your church by being a nice, just this type of people who speak good English, grammar. You know they construct the sentences well, nice sentences, nice words, and the people are inside. As you are having your church service, they are having meetings in somebody's house. Yeah, before you know it, half of your church is gone. Go, you are a nice pastor. It is good to be nice. But sometimes you must learn how to fight the bears. Because it's not an easy thing to get one church member. Fight! The next one you become a good shepherd by recognizing and condemning all those who have ever tried to take away the sheep. It is when you have not fought together, members that you don't mind who takes them away. But if you went to do that outreach, you went for the outreach, you had the two members, you had that one convert, you will not joke with a person. You will not joke. See, because sometimes, based on what you want to do, if you want to build a church, you want to have branches, one little boy sitting in your church may be may may represent your future 2,000 member church. Today, he's just a member. Look, don't allow even one little girl. Recognize the people who come into the church to take your members away. Yes. And fight them openly. Your members must know that this person is not a friend. John 10 8 all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers the sheep did not hear them the next point are you learning how to be a good shepherd are you learning it what's what's point number one Her point number one is what you become a good shepherd by what following the example of Jesus number two you become a good shepherd by doing what preaching teaching and healing please turn to your neighbor and ask that do, do you know how to preach don't say yes because if i give you the microphone to come and stand here <laughs> ask ask a person when was the last time you had a healing service who has been healed in your ministry before The next is what? Become a good shepherd by being what? Relating to the sheep. Relate. Don't be a chief executive. Relate with them. You will never know what they are suffering from. You want to be a good pastor? (laughs) You should even know, when. uh, yesterday I was with somebody. A lady on the staircase after the, after the meeting, and I asked the question. A, a facial expression of the person, I noticed it. Two, ten minutes later, I called the person. I said, "Something is wrong with you." This this is it's true. What I say is true. What I say is true. You are a shepherd, you don't know what is. You see, a a, a real shepherd, he doesn't care for all the hundred sheep together. He cares for the individuals that make up the hundred sheep. One, one, because even if you have two members and they are twins, they are not the same. it is very important for you as a pastor to understand this clearly that your work is to really, in fact, a real shepherd smells like the sheep. A real shepherd smells like the sheep. We are receiving Bishop Prince who is joining us this morning. Clap your hands for Jesus. The professor of gatherology. Clap your hands for this great man of God. Keep clapping your hands. If you are a good shepherd, a a real shepherd smells like the sheep. If your sheep smell nice, you smell nice. A a pastor must learn to even hug your members, whether they are smelling or they are not smelling. Relate with them. Look, can I tell you something? I mean, one day you are going to have The gift of the word of knowledge. Oh, yes. Like when you see the person's face, no, no, there's something happening to you. I can see that there's a problem. You are in bitterness of soul. But most of the time, eh, and word of knowledge, these are sporadic outbursts of supernatural power. Sporadic. A pastor. he needs word of knowledge but you cannot operate with word of knowledge forever so those of us who don't have word of knowledge and who even have it and will not always have it you must learn to practically sit down with the sister and talk to her let her tell you that is also the word of knowledge let she herself will tell you how the marriage is the exam C failed. If you are a pastor, you must be able to ask your church member who wrote an exam. B, C, what did you get? You can also use word of I see seven C's and two B's and an A. Wow. But how many of us can see in the spirit that, yeah. You have to ask. When they are choosing subjects in the school, in the university, be involved. Because a lot of your members, their parents don't care about them. They don't even know what is, is happening. You are the one who must pastor them so that one day they become pillars in your own church. So as they are choosing subjects, as they are going to write exams, and you don't care, all you care is Ezekiel 2 Spirit, 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 spirit. It's not, it's not something that is wise. The next thing that makes you a good shepherd, Is that a good shepherd (coughs) Provides a sheepfold For the sheep John 10 verse 1 Verily I say unto you He that entereth not by the door Into the sheepfold Say sheepfold Yes One of the responsibilities A shepherd has Is to provide a place For the sheep The sheep should not be left out on the field. You build. You use wood. You use whatever, bamboo. You build. Pastors, pastors, maybe you've not heard it, but I'm telling you, you have a responsibility to provide for your church members. A church building. A pastor without a church building And a pastor with a church building are two different people. Are you with me? The building we are in is a branch of a church. And in Accra alone, there are plenty of these things. (laughs) Plenty. You must know as a pastor that renting a hall is a crime against humanity. There's nothing that should make you proud. Whether you have air-conditioned it or not, it's not for you. A real sheep goes to a, a place and finds land, buys the land. Wow. Even to buy land, you must be a fighter to buy land. Yes. yes, yes, you must be a fighter to buy land. Your members who pay tithes, who give offerings, are looking up to you. They are looking up to you, and that is why one of the most important things I will not have the time to talk about. Are you going to come for the one day Art of Shepherding Conference when I call you to come? Yeah. Will you come? Yeah. One day, if we meet, I'll talk about this very important book. Because, you see, this one, this subject, lykos, is just a word, a Greek word, which means lay people, volunteers. You cannot have a building like this, and many of them. If you are paying all the people who help in the church, you need to teach your church members that. But, but see, I don't blame you. The type of messages you've been preaching—yeah, prosperity today, receive it. God is lifting you up; you are increasing. You are becoming powerful. Receive it now. I see that your tree is becoming green. I see fruits. I see fruits. I see fruits. I see fruit. Somebody here. Who is that one? You are buying two cars at once. Two cars. Two cars. Now to buy two cars, I need money to buy the two cars. So if I'm playing keyboard, and I know that somebody is paying the keyboards thousand cities a month. Why should I come and sit here and pay the keyboards for free? Does it make sense? Because you see, the church is a garden. The church is a garden. Paul calls the church a garden. Say, ye are God's garden. What you plant in the church is what you get out of it. Yeah. So when you feed your church members. On prosperity fatness wealth increase and so on they will never learn this very important subject of sacrificing remember I began by teaching you Romans 828 oh that's why see when I pick this book it is part of the all things yes losing you must teach your members that it is important to lose something it is important to suffer. The Bible says in Colossians that we have not only been called to believe, but also to suffer for his sake. Suffering. Your call as a Christian is not only to just believe. I believe in Jesus. Your call is to suffer and you, the pastor must teach them. I will, have, I will, I will recommend this book. Hold it in the church. Say, if any man will come after me, if any man will come after me, anybody will come after me, anyone. No exemption. Let him first of all, first of all, deny himself. To deny yourself means to lose yourself. You cannot have people in the church Who wants, because you see, to deny myself, if I'm giving you 10,000 cities, it means I'm denying myself of 10,000 cities. But you have taught me that I should rather keep. So why should I give out? And last week you said that when I sow a seed, I'm going to receive. As I sow, and I didn't receive anything. Your members must learn. There are times we sow, we we receive. Sometimes we give that because we want to give. And your church, you see, you cannot build a church building. Some of us, even pastors here, with all due respect, some of us must even stop taking a salary from the church. If you want a church building, I'm telling you, and find some work. This is the lay ministry. I was a pastor of a church for 14 years. I was a doctor. Can you imagine the salary if the church was to have paid me month, one month, one month. Yes, a student first, then I became a doctor. If I'm taking a salary, one month. How, do you, how much do you think the church would pay me for a month? Then times 12. And times 14. That money that I didn't take in that branch may be what was used to buy the land here. Plus this pastor who was also an architect for many years, 18 years never took one CD from the church. Because our pastor taught us that it is also important to suffer for God. To serve God without getting money. But in your church, the singer gets money. The keyboardist gets money. The girl who plays the tambourine gets money. The guy playing the drums gets money. So, but when you close the church, the offerings must be shared. What will be left to buy land? Right. There is nobody on my stage here who takes even one city from me. No, no you, are, you are joking. You are joking. And that will take me to a very important point. How come there? But the point I am making is that accept a, a your responsibility. If you are a pastor, you, you respect yourself as a pastor by land next year god willing when we meet here i want to hear testimonies of pastors who were saying that i never had any land till i came for art of suffering conference and then i began buy land and don't go to east Lagon to look for land why is your mind always on money if you want to build your church go to Otinibi. Go to gravel pits. Go inside. Sasabi. Go to the backside. Where a plot of land is 5,000 cities or 2,000. And buy 17 plots. (laughs) Not where a plot of land is 1 million dollars. And you go and get a loan. Every pastor sitting here, I charge you. I said, I charge you to provide a sheepfold. If you are here and you are rent, where you are meeting is a rented place. You've not begun the ministry. You are a baby who has a microphone. Prove it. As I'm standing here, as I me, mean, as I me, mean, I'm a branch pastor. I'm building eleven cathedrals on the mountain. And one big one down there i'm building i'm building 11 church buildings hey my pastor how are you going to get this money to buy this 11 church buildings? to be if you want one, one bag of cement how much it's going to cost one bag of cements and if you my my members are 17. yes your members are seventeen because even four years with 17 members it showed that you are a bad shepherd yeah. a good shepherd i gave you the first my first message One of the reasons why you must be a skillful shepherd is that when you are a skillful shepherd, that alone will cause your church to grow. Nobody wants to move away from a pastor who doesn't care for him or who who, who cares for him. We stick with people who who care for us. You are looking at a pastor who has been cared for by his shepherd. Tomorrow you will see my shepherd. Tomorrow you will see my shepherd. The love and the care He has given me as I'm here. There is no church that appeals to me. Then maybe it's not been started yet. I mean, I don't know of a church in America or Ghana or Accra. I I, there's one church I admire one day I met a member from there. He said, he wants to be a pastor in that church. He has gone for four interviews. They have not still called him. I said, I mean, yeah. Then I'm very happy. I mean, like, here in Lighthouse, <laughs> you don't call us, we will call you that come and serve God. <laughs> Arise and build a church. A pastor believe God to be wearing kambu with masons around, you've going to measure 10 meters by 30 meters. We are building a box with doors. This church building is a box with doors. You Not know, some cave somewhere, and some ark, and some some some, some chamber and hall at the back. And curve. You start a building project; it's, it's most like you are building a planet. box line 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 windows doors roof Or you don't feel you're in a church you go and get some architect to design a spacecraft for you spacecraft by the way when you get a design come to my office i'll tie it up or i'll say it is also okay when you get your church design bring it to me i will okay it for you or i'll call you I tell you to call the architect for me For me to insult him No pastor in Art of Shepherding Conference Will not be a good shepherd And a good shepherd provides a church building It should be one of the Top things on your mind Which is why I'm saying that Even you yourself as a pastor Drawing a salary You may need to consider it You should be wild Fight. when you say fight to build the church, you are not saying there's fight only orangus, because you may be the first orangu. You may be the one destroying the church and not your assistant pastor. Now, the church I pastor, it can pay 17 of me. I said, well, how many of me? 17 of me. There's a time, you yourself, you like this time but when your church has got 18 members three are sick one is in a period and is having pains two have come to visit one is your cousin who has come to town and is going what I going to do and the little offerings that will come you are still eating it the next ah is there is there become a good shepherd By becoming a good leader. A leader. There is a book here, Art of Leadership. Art of Leadership. This is the problem of the typical African. We don't know how to lead. Leadership. One of the chapters I love in this book is the Chapter on the leadership of a child. Oh, the conference is too short. I would have loved the leadership of a child, the leadership of women, the leadership of a woman. Leadership. The Lord is my shepherd. Mm. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me. Clap your hands for Bishop Sam. We will continue this evening. God willing. Be a leader. Pastor, be a what? The shepherd. He leadeth me. You must learn how to lead your members. Don't allow your members to lead you. Thank you. Let your members feel that they have a leader. That we are going for outreach. We are going to this. Uh, we, we have looked for land in this area. We could not get any land the land in this area is forty thousand. we cannot buy so auntie cecilia has shown us a land at uh, sasabi three plots we are buying the land so we are going to build a cathedral at sasabi so we are going what did i say we are going Ask your neighbor, are you going or you are not going we are going yes if you are a man stay behind after six months we are just going to build a foundation because where we are we are paying rent tell your members we are paying rent and the money we are using for rent we can use it to build a church so we are building we are going to build the foundation and be under a canopy because a canopy which is for us is better than an air conditioning hall which is not for us lead your members lead them. Let them see that you are a leader. Listen, a pastor is not just a teacher and a preacher. He's also a leader. You can be a good preacher. You can be a good teacher. You can even be a miracle worker, but these are different from leading the people. Lead them. Don't let your singer determine what she wants to sing. When she was fornicating, the song she used to sing is a song she wants to come to stand on the stage and sing. Lead! If you want to teach your church members about evangelism, harden your face and teach on evangelism. Today, I'm teaching you from uh, a book by Bishop Ward Mills. 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner today this month is our month of evangelism even though you know they don't have money you know they are sick when we go for crusades where we go a lot of places are poor very poor if bishop daguard mills allows himself to be led by the people he will only preach prosperity messages be blessed i see you receiving hey you can listen to 1,000 messages. You will never hear him standing on stage and saying, you, you are receiving a house. You are, because they need a house. Some of them say they don't have food. But a leader knows that salvation is higher than Gary and Sh- Shito. Yes, a leader knows that getting born again is better than having two cars. So you know they need a car. But sometimes they don't even have a car because they're not properly saved. Because when you walk with God properly, He will bless you. He will bless you. So, pastors, pastors, when you leave this conference, live here as a strong leader. Live here as a strong leader. I'm not saying go and shout at them Hey, up, get up, hey, get up, get up, leave. Nonsense. You too. Hey, go, go, leave, leave. leave. Nonsense. Go away. No, no. Look, listen. Look, come back. L- listen, if you go to your church to start shouting on them, you are a fool. You are a fool. If you see me screaming at my singers, or screaming at somebody. Don't try this at home. home. Even the way I preach, don't try it at home. You see? You see? There was a bishop in the book of Acts. Sceva was his name. He had seven sons. And they wanted to preach like Jesus Paul. So they met a madman. In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Come out. pay, pay come. The madman said, am I the one you're talking to? Yeah, you. Out. Am I the one? Is it me? Out. Is it me? Then they began to go back. Out. He beat all of them. They left their chalewate there and ran away. You see, before you speak like Paul, you must have the anointing Paul is carrying. When you see me maybe blasting somebody, what you don't know is that behind the blessing, love, the Bible gives us a principle. It says, whom I love, I rebuke, I chastise. Love goes before rebuke. I said, love goes... Whom I love, I rebuke. When you have not loved somebody, look, when, when, when tomorrow bishop comes and says, hey, let go. Why is the place so dirty? Why, are you well? What?
0: He says, oh, pastor is very harsh. Oh,
2: no, 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 no. If I, I can't even wait for him to face me. Wow. Yeah, because that, look, sometimes even his own food that he will eat, I will eat the food that he is praying. <laughs> then I will eat. Him. So I have already said as many as I love. Remember, the order is love goes before rebuke. That's why I'm teaching you. Be a loving shepherd. Relate with them. Care about them. When you have asked about somebody's exams and help the person. and and put the person in touch with a lecturer in the university to help with the choice of um, subjects. Found a member to help with the school fees. Don't you think that when you even rebuke that boy, he will not feel annoyed by you having shown love. You are a CEO pastor. You just appear on the stage and you walk out. How dare you say to somebody, like... (laughs) When you read Loyalty, me honestly, I don't even remember the messages bishop has preached on loyalty. It, it, it doesn't mean much to me. Honestly, because I'm not around him as a loyal, like, it's like loyalty, a hey, bishop loyalty is a No, lo- no, 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 no. Love is what has drawn me to the person. I don't know loyalty. I know love. I said, I know love. So when he, he transfers me from here to Wale Wale, uh, look, he moved a, a pastor from London to Niger, at Mali. London to Mali. Yes. A lawyer, a lawyer in London was a missionary. One touch. And they went happily. But because when somebody has loved you, yeah. you will do anything for the blessing.
0: God bless
2: you. you go back to the Hey, that man said, get up and go to the back. Because you heard that somebody was saying someone should get up and go to the back. You say, they will all go to the back, and from the back, they are going out. <laughs> I said, they will all go to the back, and from the back, they are. Process, learn to be a loving serpent. Before thy rod and thy staff, even, even think about it all, that's a type of sheep who says that. One day, a husband, my, my office was up here. This door. I had earlier on met the, a husband of one of our, I mean, a husband. And he was telling me about how his wife has become very, you know, some way that that's not, you know, listen to him Quarreling and all that. So I told someone to call his wife for me. This is a few some years ago. This was my office. So I was in the office after one of my services and she came. I was going to blast her for the behavior. I was going to ask her who taught you how to talk to your husband that way? Who taught you how to behave that way to your husband? When she came and sat down, he said, Bishop. I'm very surprised that you've called me. I said, why are you surprised? He said, I, go, I myself wanted to come to see you. Here, yeah, that's why I pointed called. this is the place. True story. That I myself wanted to come and see you. I said, yes, why? What have you been doing? He said, yes, because I have been watching you. The way you relate with the people, other people in my ministry, you know, you were rebuking some people. And I, 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 I wonder, What is it I have done that you don't rebuke me? (laughs) Why don't you correct me? Why don't you? This is a woman whose husband cannot rebuke her. The husband at home can rebuke her. But she's looking for a pastor who will face her. Because you see, you cannot just take any nonsense from anywhere. If you have not loved your wife and cared for her. And you are in the house shouting by hearts. She will not listen to you. Yes. But when she sees love, a pastor who has loved her, and I have loved her, she can take nonsense from me, but she can't take it from her husband. Because when you have not loved, love is not, when love is not first, there can be no rebuke or chastisement. The order is love, rebuke, chastisement, and then you are zealously serving the Lord. If you start with rebuke and chastening and you put love after that, there can be no zeal to serve God. Yes. Be a strong leader. Be a strong pastor. But being strong doesn't mean insulting your members, shouting at them. You must rebuke, but be very careful. Even when I'm preaching, I'm careful why I take my nonsense yeah I take my nonsense to the place where love has already gone before me and like I say you stand up yeah, kneel down and lift your hand this is how you this is how as a pastor when you are praying for people you say kneel down meanwhile this one is a bank manager and raise his hand and he's happy that I have, if have if, if, if I had called this man and I had not called him you'd have felt rejected why did he jump me to talk to him what is it about me That makes my pastor not able to let me kneel down. Uh, 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 Yes, back monitor is on the floor. Yes. But you try and come and say, kneel down. Kneel where? I should kneel where? Where where is down? Your mouth like down. Stand to your feet and clap your hands. As many as I love Get the art of shepherding There are chapters on the heart of a shepherd There are chapters on What it means for a shepherd Or for a sheep To do this, to do that Understand the sheep This book has largely two big sections One section on the sheep and one on the shepherd, and the other on the heart of the shepherd. Yes. Let your two hands and ask the Lord to make you a good shepherd. Say, Lord, let me understand my all, 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 all. The things I need. I want to be a good shepherd. Listen to me, a good shepherd. Look, your, your accommodation, your prosperity is from the shepherding work. Better lift your hands and ask the Lord. I know you are a senior man of God. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to give you the wisdom. The wisdom. The wisdom to be a shepherd. Father, we thank you. We are blessed. We will never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: You may be seated.